0: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith from ESPN, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shaw.
1: You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is sports TV personality, radio host, and author Stephen A. Smith. Stephen is the star of the number one morning sports talk show on ESPN, First Take, the host and producer of the No Mercy podcast, and the author of Straight Shooter. He shares his struggles, successes, and advice during this episode. Stephen, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, congratulations on the book. Thank I you. I <laughs> absolutely love the title. So growing up, how did you decide to pursue a career in journalism instead of being a criminal lawyer or a basketball player?
0: Well, I think the first order of business is that it was easier because becoming a lawyer involved law school. That would mean additional years in school, which would be additional money, et cetera, et cetera, to pay for school. So that was certainly an impediment to taking that path. But the other thing was I loved sports. And I had an opportunity to be a sports journalist. I saw that handwriting on the wall because writing my essay for my critical and persuasive writing professor, who ultimately saw my stuff, thought I was a born sports writer and introduced me to a sports editor for the local paper in Winston-Salem by the name of Terry Oberly, And he hired me within five minutes. And so to see the vision that was there, that in some respects were created for you, in such dramatic and swift fashion, ultimately directed the path for me.
1: And then it's just been years of hard work, but it took that teacher to not only see how good you were, but then actually build that connection for you, which I, I think that's pretty rare. Why did the death of your mother in 2017 motivate you to write this new book, Straight Shooter? And what do you hope readers get out of it? Well,
0: I had a motivation to write the book because I had been bothered about it about seven years prior to her passing. At that time, I wasn't convinced I had enough of a compelling story to tell. And then even thereafter, I was a bit scared how it would be received and what have you. And I wasn't that confident because my attitude is, is I'm going to do it, do it right. I want my book to be a bestseller. I want it to be big time. I want it to be flowing off the shelves and people the world over are interested in it. I wanted it to be motivational and inspirational. I wanted all of these things And I wasn't sure that I would be able to pull that off. But then as the years went by, I did develop more of a motivation to do so. But around that time, in around 2010 or 11, I forget where it was, I promised my mother that I would never write the book as long as she was alive because my mother knew that if I was going to write a book, my first book would have to be my memoir. It would have to be about me because I was in a public eye. And because I was in a public eye before you're writing murder mysteries and novels, which I love, I knew that I was going to have to write a book about me. In order to write a book about me, I would have to tell my story. And I knew what... An integral part of my story, my father would be. And because that was the case, that would have to talk about my mother, whether it be directly or indirectly. And my mother was an extremely private person. And so, because of that, she looked me in my face and made me promise her that I would never write this book as long as she was alive, because she never wanted to read in pages that were authored by me some of the things that transpired in my life as a child to her and my father's parents, specifically him. And she knew that she couldn't stop me. And she knew deep in her heart, she didn't want to stop me from doing something that was directly related to what I do professionally. But what she said was, please wait. I do not want to be alive when that book is written. And I made a promise to her that I would never do that as long as she was alive. And that was why I held off as long as I did
1: Yeah. And if she was alive, it would maybe hold you back from saying things that you wanted to say that would then inspire people and achieve your mission with the book. So that makes perfect sense. Now a word from our sponsor, having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. Your older sister Linda helped you overcome dyslexia how difficult was that process
0: it was very difficult because psychologically i was warped i had no confidence i had no belief in myself when i was called the dummy i really really believed i was a dummy i didn't have that level of confidence i didn't have the confidence that i have now to shrug off criticism and cynicism and let it roll right off my back my sister linda help rebuild and resurrect that, if not build instead of rebuild. She had a lot to do with that, along with a family friend that lived around a block named Tiver. They had an awful lot to do with that because after they got through with me, I didn't lack confidence in my intelligence at all, my ability to learn to comprehend and to march forward because of my ability to comprehend what I was reading. Yeah. A
1: lot of people who struggle with dyslexia and various other issues, they end up excelling in other ways significantly. And you've done so much with ESPN, obviously, but you're also an entrepreneur. And so even though you're the highest paid person at ESPN, you are building your own platform through the book, through the podcast and various other things you're doing, why did you decide to build your own platform in addition to your more full-time job at ESPN? I
0: decided to do it because I don't want to be married to sports the way that I have been. I love sports. I never want to leave it. I definitely want to continue to do what I've been doing, but I don't want it to define everything that I am and everything about me. I think that there's more that I can bring to the table in a world of politics, social justice, pop culture and entertainment, with my podcast, No Mercy, with my production company, Mr. SAS Productions. These things are incredibly important to me to show my diverse skill set when it comes to the industry itself and that I know how to figure out how to be compelling, how to be riveting, how to be able to be somebody that can generate revenue in a multitude of platforms, not just confined to the genre of sports. I think that when you do that, then you truly have freedom. I think when you do that, you are truly in a position where... It does something for me emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and it was very, very important to me. I am very, very proud to be a member of the ESPN family, very proud to be a member of the Walt Disney family, but I do not want to be limited to the one genre of sports
1: and you've built the brand already, you've made a lot of money to reinvest in these other projects. You're able to leverage everything you've ever done and to do something that's your own. So it's also a challenge for you. And I feel like someone like you, who's able to get to this level at your career in ESPN, like part of that comes with challenging yourself. How do I get better? How do I learn more? And what's your best piece of career advice?
0: When you think about your career, you have to understand that it's not somebody else's obligation to find out what your path is, it's yours. Yes, passion is a part of it. That's a given, but also a reality check. You could have a passion for something, but you just ain't good at it. I want to be an NBA player. Guess what? I want good enough. Period. Got to find something else to do. You have to understand that, and you have to be committed to really discovering what your gifts are. We don't hear that enough. We hear the regular PC talk about, you can be whatever you want to be. Whatever you want to be in life, you put your mind and your heart to it, you can pull it off. That's simply not true in a lot of cases. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has an asset to present to the world. You have to discover what that is. For me, it was my voice. It was my ability to articulate my thoughts, my opinions, my way of doing things, and the fact that it could resonate to people where it served to be an inspirational source to them enabled me to find a path in the field of journalism. Yes, I could write too. Yes, I knew sports as well. Yes, I had a passion for that. So all of it came together, and it's all-encompassing, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But the first order of business I discovered about myself was- My ability to articulate my thoughts and opinions in a way that very, very few people could match. I was a communicator. So for me to get into the communications business was a given. When my mother looked at me and confronted me after I had cracked my kneecap in half and what you going to do with your life now, she didn't flinch when I said I would go into communications, that I would go into journalism. Why? Because she looked at me and said, that's my son. I know he can do that. Now, if I sat up there and I told her I wanted to be an accountant or a scientist or something, she'd have been (laughs) like, you you know, I need to get you drug tested. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. But this right here, that sounds like you. That's the path that you should take. It might be advisable for you to do so. And so those are the things that I would tell people. It's not about your passion. It's about finding what your gifts are
1: too. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Stephen. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Straight Shooter, and find him on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, where he shares his appearances and commentary. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash dan Bell. and please remember to rate and review the five questions podcast on i